Welcome to another edition of a personal trainer's guide to wealth creation. Jason Yabanovich here and what I want to talk about today is how to handle that dreaded question, how much do you charge? Now, it's it's the, probably the most common one that gets asked, not only in our industry, but, but in any uh, circumstance where people are looking at purchasing something and they don't really have an understanding about maybe the difference between the different services that are available for them. Now, that's my starting point. Now, uh, what we need to understand is that, you know, for some some fitness uh, providers that I uh, that I speak to, they say, well, oh, people just the reason they ask is because they're just uh, you know price shopping, tire kickers, uh, and while sometimes that may be true, my experience uh, tells me that it's really that they don't know what else to ask you. So, if we're all out there looking the same, sounding the same, giving the same marketing message, and the potential. Uh, client doesn't really know the difference between you and all the other people that they're looking at in terms of their website, marketing, Facebook pages, then it makes it very hard for them to ask you anything else other than what you uh, do charge. So uh, it's a whole other topic, but that's why having your marketing and sales uh, systems really running at an effective level uh, is so critical to the, to the success and profitability of your business because when we don't stand out, we don't be unique, and we look the same as all of our competitors, then all we're doing is making it hard for ourselves. And in a day and age where competition is becoming more and more you know, increasing, then we need to be better at those two areas, that's for sure, because every opportunity counts. Now, even at our at Create PT Wealth, when we started 10 years ago, we are pretty much the founders with original people uh, who got into the fitness industry from the business coaching level and personal development level. Uh, with real credentials, you know, so we were actually were trained coaches, we had all the uh, necessary expertise. However, as you know, you know, no industry, no field does someone just wholly and solely stay there and no one else comes along and, and tries to compete with you. So, what we've noticed on the top of the marking is that uh, what was working for us when we first started because we're only ones there doing it. Now, you know, we had to reinvent and look at the message because, uh, of course, other people were starting to copy what we're saying, not maybe intentionally, but, you know, they're saying the same message, trying to do the same thing, and then we get lost in that. So uh, I hope that's just a quick summary of why it is important to make sure that we're not just firstly blending in, but it also gives you some insight as to why people potentially only ask that question because the reality is they don't know what else to ask you. They don't really know our industry. That, that What they want is to be more body confident, lose weight, whatever their objective is. So uh, that's the first part, really. So in that regards, you know, we can make sure that we uh, we don't just put it on the emphasis that they're, you know, they're only asking that question. So I've just got a special guest that just turned up. It's Mr. Brad Shepard. He's just rocked into the office. So... Uh, I've just interrupted my own podcast to let you know that he's just walked into the office. So that's just how we do it here at Correct PT Health. Uh, more importantly, back to on, on point, is that once you understand that that's why people are going to ask you uh, how much do you charge and why we also understand that there's no real value in it for us just saying that people are tire kickers because that doesn't help you excel or get better or you know deal with that issue, then we can move on to the next stage. Now, look, there's... There's really three main things that we want to avoid when, uh, you know, someone does ask how much do you charge. Uh, number one is giving a random price, uh, especially when you don't actually know what the client's actually after or potential client needs. 
next you can come across if you come across surprised or unprepared when someone asks that question then it'll just look like you're unprofessional uh, you know the most important thing is first impression so if someone does ask you that that question uh, and you don't know how to respond to it and you're an hour and, and it looks like you got caught off guard it, it'll just send the wrong message to that person straight away next is if you become defensive now i don't see this a lot but i have seen the case of case where someone's been asked it and then the uh, the person on the receiving end who's been asked that question has become quite defensive or make suggestions that you know that's all they care about you know so uh it's going to come down to not only what you say but how you say it the tone uh you know the confidence that comes through in your voice and so again we want to we want to make sure we don't come across as unprofessional so what, what I'd like to go into now then is, go, well, how do you address that question, you know, effectively and come across, you know, in a confident style? Now, some of the examples I will give, that's exactly what they are. They're examples and they're not ones that I've just sat around making up. They're, they're ones that I personally have tested, used or a version of them over the 24 years that I've been in operation. So... Uh, Back when I first started, though, if someone would have said, "How much do you charge?" Uh, I would I would have had no idea about how to how to answer the question, or probably would have just gave them the price, only to have them walk away and say, "Thanks, I'll think about it." So, uh, not having this area of business under wraps, or not having a, a, a clear way of dealing with it, can just cost you a lot of heartache, a lot of stress, and a lot of missed opportunities, and of course that results in a lot of things, and such as missed income and just making the business harder to operate in itself. So it's important that we do uh, sharpen up in the areas that aren't getting the results that we want. So a couple of examples that uh, I'll highlight because there's there's many that you can do. Uh, the first thing, one of the first ones is I'll, I would you know say something along the lines of let's talk about what you're trying to accomplish first and then we can work out some pricing options based on that. So that can be a response. Uh, keeping in mind that uh, you know, if if you were on the phone with me and you asked me that price, this is this is some of the ways that I would I would address it. You know, next is uh, to achieve the goals, like the ones you're asking me about. They can range from this to this, sometimes a little more, not normally, uh, not usually less. Is that something you're expecting to invest? So, in that particular uh, case, we've maybe already found out a little bit about what they wanted to achieve, why they were calling you in the first place. And you can give some kind of range because at the end of the day, if you've done a good job of finding out uh, what their goals are, what they want to achieve, and they were saying to you, look, oh, I was probably only got a budget of $10. And, uh, you know, that's nowhere near uh, the price that you want to charge. Then, you know, you can go from that point and, and then saying that uh, if they're only willing to invest that amount, then it's, it's you know, unlikely they're going to find anyone firstly um, to help them personally. Uh, and secondly, that it's not going to be uh, worth having any chat. So uh, next, I've said things like, if it works, it's cheap. If it doesn't, it's expensive. So again, we're just uh, getting them to understand that we need to find out more about what, what it is they, they're trying to achieve. Uh, next one is, uh, well, uh, the friends and family rate may apply, but we're not friends yet. So do you mind if I ask you a few friendly questions? That'll help understand, help us to answer your pricing questions together. Uh, I'll answer your question in a moment, but to give me more a more of an accurate answer, I may ask you four questions first. So again, we're aiming to uh, just find out more about these people, get them telling them about their goals and targets, and that's exactly what we need to do up front. So 
Next, uh, another response I've used or a similar a similar approach is this one, and it's I don't think we're there just yet because I don't really know what you're wanting to achieve. Uh, and again, that leads us into more of the conversation of exploring further. Uh, have a bit of a fun one, and, and keep in mind too, the more relaxed you are, the more fun you have this, the more that'll transfer to them. So I've had I've had a, a response such as this, which is, do you want the Ferrari version, the Lexus version, or the Holden version? Uh, and again, it just that that's putting a bit of fun into it, and uh, you know, starting to open up the doors to f- explore further. Uh, I have a feeling that if I quote a random number right now, I'll be dead in the water. Uh, do you mind if I ask you some questions to get a better idea of what your goals are? Then the numbers we'll, we we talk about will be specific to you and your situation. So in that case, I guess we're just saying, look, you know, basically, if I give you a number now, it's it's not going to tell you anything. It's going to be doing you a disservice if anything at all. Uh, next one is just like you need to make an educated decision about which personal trainer or health coach to hire. I need to give you an educated answer to your pricing question. And I'm pretty feel, feeling pretty dumb right now uh, since we've only just started talking. Uh, do you mind if we have a 10-minute conversation about your situation? After that, I'll have a much better idea if, if what you're after uh, and what are some of the ways that we can help you. That one is one of the ones I like because uh, I guess you're you're making it very clear to them that you know that's what they're I guess attempting to do. They think it's about price, but they're actually wanting to make an educated decision if I'm the right person to work with. Uh, and so on the flip side, we're we're aiming to do the same thing. So I, I do like that particular version. Uh, next, if um, this one I find if uh, you know I've had a few of the other ones uh, up front and maybe the price has come up again. Uh, I'll say something like, sounds like price is the most important factor to you. In my experience, everything is expensive until you want it. Can we talk about what you want and then work out a way to, to the um, to the pricing options based on that? And again, it's you know it's hard for a person when you respond like that to say, no, no, can you just give me a price? Um, ultimately, if they do, if that's where we end up, you know, two or three attempts and they're still off the price, then, you know, my advice always has been to just go, look, uh, you know, I've been trying, been trying to effectively find out more about you so I can see if we can actually help you firstly. It just seems like price is the only thing that you're interested in, in my experience. Uh, people who just are after the price uh, never really work out to be uh, great clients or it's never a really great fit. So, you know, um, at this case, I'm going to say you're probably not the, the ideal, ideal, ideal client and uh, I can recommend some other people or some other services that are just happy to give you a price and price alone. Uh, and, and that's after you know trying several attempts and someone's just still hopped, hooked on the price. Uh, you and I both know that I'd say 99.9% of the time when you do actually you know give in and you, if you do get the price, that person's not coming back. Uh, that's, that was definitely my experience with having the gym and only giving prices up and then having people walk back out the door never to be seen again. Uh, last one, one that I, another one that I, I like is uh, until I have a better idea what you want, and whether or not we can even help you. Any number I give you is possibly going to sound too high or be too high. Uh, would it be okay if we spent a few minutes discussing why you called firstly? Then if we can help, I'll get you the price and options you need. And if we can't, I'll refer you to some, somebody else or some other great resource that can do it You know, for maybe the price that you are looking for. Is that fair enough? So again, the thing I like about that one, if I break it down, is we are aiming to you know, lower the barrier, the resistance, uh, you know, get them to relax a little bit uh, and then start to build some kind of rapport, which can only happen as you start to have the conversation. 
find out more about them. Uh, and then ultimately what you're saying is that you are going to give them the price. It's not like we're aiming to avoid the price issue with any of those responses. It's more that we're seeking to get them to understand that we really do care about the people we're talking to and working with. And before we even jump to the point of the price, we better find out if it's you know the right fit. And the, the line that that line about everything's too expensive until you really see the value and the need in it, uh, I believe there's not a person alive who can't relate to that. So, you know, something that you really truly desire or want, you know, that's normally the people that will make will find a way to, to, to get it. On the flip side, it doesn't matter if something was $5, $2. If, if you don't want it, there's no value in it for you. It, it won't matter. You wouldn't spend the money on it. So... Hope, uh, hope this particular process and the way I've been talking about the responses has truly helped. Again, uh, this this part that I'm going to conclude on uh, normally stings a bit, and you know my aim is to do that exactly because otherwise the sting of losing out on clients, uh, making the profit you want, uh, possibly back in a job you hate is uh, is is more painful than what I'm about to say, and that is so you need to. You need to really spend the time and energy in this area uh, and you get good at it, you know, re- rehearse it, reply, uh, you know, uh, test and measure the results you're getting. So any of the responses that you uh, have heard today that you like, you want to craft, then I really recommend that you, you write, have at least three or four of these. What you'll find will happen over a course of time is you'll get so comfortable and so confident with being asked that question that you'll be relaxed enough to then, you know, uh, suit the response based on who you think you're talking to personality-wise, etc. cetera, um, especially if it's over the phone. If it's face-to-face, you, get, you have a bit more of an insight to the person's body language, etc. cetera. But uh, the most important part is that you get comfortable and you feel very, very clear on answering this. And if you do keep in mind and remember that you are really trying to provide the best uh, understanding of the person who's made the inquiry or asked that question, then that'll tend to guide you effectively in your response anyway. Uh, however, if you don't get good at this part, and if you were to track every time someone asks you how much it costs or you, you weren't able to overcome it in the sales objection or upfront, then you look at how much money you're missing out on because of what it costs you to miss out on a client. Uh, if you know how long an average client stays with you and what they spend over the course of their lifetime with you, then you know that 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 could really motivate you to, to get better in this area and not just you know say that oh yeah people are just uh, you know looking for prices or shot or, or, or price shopping or tie kicking because that, again that's totally ineffective for you as a business owner. All right, so my uh, my tip is to is to really spend time in that area area get confident in it because again if you're unable to overcome that first hurdle if that's what you get asked then your business is truly going to struggle. All right, until uh, our next podcast, I uh, hope you have a great, uh, a, a great and successful uh, day in the, uh, in the area of the fitness business world. And until next time, that's bye for now.